story one of the human boy this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by david wales the human boy by eden philpotts story one the artfulness of steggles one i remember the very evening he came to maryville nubby tompkins had a cold on his chest so mathers and i stopped in from the half-hour kickabout in the playground before tea being chums of nubby's whenever he gets a cold on the chest he thinks he's going to die and this evening sitting by the fire in the fifth classroom he roasted chestnuts for mathers and me and took a very gloomy view of his future life as you know he said i hate being out of doors excepting when i can lie about in hay and to make me go out walking in all weathers as they do here is simply murder i know what'll be the end of it i shall get bacilluses or microbes into some important part of me and die it's like those books the doctor reads to the kids on sundays with choir boys in them the little brutes sing like angels and their voices go echoing to the top of cathedrals and make people blub about in the pews then they get microbes on the chest and kick you know the only thing i can do is to sing and i shall die as sure as mud nubby was a corker at singing he had all the solos in the chapel to himself and people came miles to hear him you won't die said mathers you don't give your money away to the poor or help blind people across roads and all that your voice'll crack and you'll live oh i wish it would said nobby i would feel a lot safer mine continued mathers cracked when my mustache came we looked at him as he patted it mathers was going next term he had more moustache than at least two of the undermasters and once he let nubby stroke it and nubby said he could feel it distinctly under the hand that's what's done it with him said nubby looking at mathers and opening another gloomy subject mathers got redder and began peeling a chestnut i wish i was as certain as you he said none of us can be certain i said but if your voice did go nubs you'd be out of the hunt for one i am declared nubby last time i had a cold in the throat she sent me a little bunch of grapes by jane and a packet of black currant lozenges but this time though the attack is on my chest and i may die she hasn't sent a thing well perhaps she doesn't know she does i met her going into the library yesterday and i doubled up and barked like a dog and she never even said she was sorry it lies between you two chaps now i believe you are going strongest just at present said mathers critically to me you came off last wednesday and kicked two goals on your own and she said afterwards to brown that she never saw you play a bigger game then that little beast brown i mean sniggered and made that noise in his throat like a sprung bat and said he was quite glad he hadn't kept you in that's how he shows em of what a gulf there is between the fifth and masters the bigger the gulf the better i said it would be rough on a decent worm to put it second to brown in my opinion even a double first would be nothing if he wore salmon-coloured ties and elastic-sided boots and brown isn't a double first by long chalks he can only teach the kids and his desk is well known to be crammed with cribs of every kind 
in the matter of m i may say at once that she was milly dr denham's youngest daughter twelve and a half fair blue eyes and jolly difficult to please somehow the fifth always drew her most the six were feeble beggars at that time two of the ten wore spectacles and one was going out to africa as a missionary and used to treat the fifth's classroom as a sort of training ground for preaching and doing good he was called fulcher and the spirit was willing in him but the flesh was flabby we used to assegai him with stumps and pretend to scalp him and boil him and eat him he said he should glory in martyrdom really and nubbs who knows a good deal about eating used to write recipes for cooking fulcher and post them to imaginary african kings but i should think that to be merely eaten is not martyrdom properly speaking if it is then everything we eat down to periwinkles must be martyrs which is absurd like euclid says well it got to be a settled idea at merivale that m cared in a sort of vague way for either nubby or mathers or me or all of us the situation was too uncertain for anything like real jealousy among us besides we were chums and had no objection to going shares in m's regard at football mathers and i fought like demons for merivale and for m's good word but any impression we might make was generally swept away in chapel by nubby when sunday came he could sing mind you it was like cold water down your spine and all from printed music besides he could be ill which gave him a pull over mathers and me who couldn't to look at nubby was nothing he had big limbs but they were soft as sausages if you punched him he didn't bruise yellow and afterwards black but merely turned red and then white again mathers besides being captain of the first footer eleven had nigger hair that girls always go dotty about and black eyes and pretty nearly as much moustache as eyebrow as for me my biceps were the biggest in the lower school which isn't much of course but things like that tell with a girl then it was that conversation turned to steggles he was a new boy due that afternoon hardly had the name passed my lips when the door opened and the doctor's head appeared the next moment a chap followed him ah there are some of the fellows by the fire said the doctor is that you tompkins but i needn't ask yes sir said nubby rising you are ill-advised tompkins to spend the greater part of your leisure sitting as you do almost upon the hob a constitutional weakness is thereby increased this is steggles you will have time for a little conversation before tea the doctor disappeared and steggles came slowly down the room with his hands in his pockets there was nothing to indicate a new boy about him he had red rims to his eyes and a spot or two on his face chiefly near his nose and on his forehead his hair was sandy and he wore a gold watch-chain you're called steggles aren't you said nubby who was an awfully civil chap in his manners i am well i hope you'll like merivale do you all right in summer-time when there's hay hate it when i'm ill which i am now what can you do asked mathers in his abrupt way i can draw said steggles what devils do one said mathers he got a piece of cambridge demi and a pen and ink then steggles evidently anxious to please sat down and did as good a devil as ever i saw 
nubby and i were greatly pleased what else can you do said mathers as if such a power to draw devils wasn't as much as you could expect from one chap i can smoke cigarettes so can anybody no a pipe oh where did you learn that at harrow then steggles started like a guilty thing and put his hand over his mouth too late a rumour we had heard was proved true it would have been sure to get out and i don't care who knows it for that matter said steggles defiantly i had to leave there because i didn't know enough and couldn't get up higher in the school i'm rather backward through not being properly taught the teaching at harrow simply's cruel not but what i've taught myself a thing or two mind you i'm fifteen he looked at us out of his red-rimmed eyes and put me in mind of a ferret i've got at home he might have been any age up to twenty i thought can you play anything asked mathers well, the piano mathers shivered and nubby grew excited uh, so can i we'll do duets he said uh, if you like said steggles then the tea-bell rang two whole books might be written about steggles at merivale i heard thompson say after he had been there a week that it wasn't what he didn't know had rendered it necessary for steggles to leave harrow but what he did know certainly he had a great deal of general information about rum things he got newspapers by post concerning sporting matters he knew an immense deal about dogs and horses and nubbs who was a judge said his piano playing surpassed his devil drawing for sheer brilliance yet with all these accomplishments he only managed to get into the fourth as to his smoking it was certainly wonderful and he ate things afterwards to hide the smell he had a genius for wriggling out of rows and for getting them up between other fellows he loved to look on at fighting and knew all the proper rules on the whole he was rather a beast and if it hadn't been for nubby mathers and i should have barred him but all i'm going to tell about now is the hideous discovery of steggles and m and the thing that happened on the day of the match with buckland grammar school m had been very queer for a fortnight queer i mean with all three of us which was unusual then seeing how the cat had taken to jumping i tackled her one morning going through the hall to the doctor's study how'd you like steggles i said oh, very well he's clever she said he's fifteen i said he ought to know something if he's ever going to he's only in the fourth anyway you're jealous and so is mathers she said jealous of a chap with ferret eyes not likely i said you are though not more than nubs and mathers anyway i said it's off with the old friends and on with the new i suppose steggles knows how to treat a girl you might learn manners from him and so might the others she said and also the piano perhaps he plays beautifully have you seen him play football no lucky for you football isn't everything no and not since he came i've noticed that this bitter speech stung him and her eyes jolly well flashed sparks nor singing either i went on nubbs nearly burst himself last sunday in chapel and all the time you were watching steggles making a rabbit with his pocket handkerchief i'll thank you not to interest yourself in me any more she said either in chapel or out of it all right i dare say i shall still live i said does that remark apply equally to mathers and nubby or only to me 
to mathers yes she said he's as bad as you are not to nubs then she went well there it stood when i told them mathers seemed to think i needn't have dragged him in and nubs got clean above himself with hope not seeing that he was really just as much out of it as us of course we chucked steggles for good and all then and told him what we thought of him that was when he said something about only the brave deserving the fair and mathers made him sit down in a puddle for cheeking him in the playground steggles eyes looked like one of his own devils while he sat there but he took it jolly quietly at the time that got nubby's wool off though because he supported steggles and things were in fact rather difficult all round till the day of the buckland grammar school match buckland was two miles from merivale and most of the team went by train but mathers and i the day being fine decided to walk and at the last moment nubs asked if he might come with steggles out of consideration for nubby we agreed and the four of us started on a fine bright afternoon just after dinner mathers and i had our football things on of course nubs was dressed in his usual style and steggles who used to get himself up tremendously on half holidays wore yellow spats over his boots and a sort of white thing under his waistcoat and gloves we had rather more than half an hour's walk before us and hardly were we out of sight of merivale when steggles pulled out his pipe and lighted it three the artfulness of steggles properly begins here he knew several things we didn't he knew for instance that m was coming to the football match that she was going to ride her bicycle over on the road by which we walked that only the day before he had quarrelled with her and that his position with regard to her was at that hour most risky all these things steggles well knew and we didn't so he lighted his pipe with an air of long practice the smell was fine and he smacked his lips now and then nice pouch he said handing me a velveteen pouch with his initials on it in green silk i'll bet a girl did that said mathers ah, it's a secret said steggles smiling to himself then he asked very civilly if we would care to join him explaining that he generally kept a few spare pipes about him for friends i would if it wasn't for the match said mathers so would i i said well my backy might turn you fellows up perhaps you are wise declared steggles puffing away then he tried nubby with a little cherrywood pipe and nubs thought a whiff or two wouldn't hurt him and began rather nervously but gathered courage as he went on i heard my father say once that life without tobacco would be hell said steggles and i agree with him so do i it's very soothing said nubby then mathers burst out he had been sulking ever since steggles hinted that the contents of his velveteen pouch were too strong for us if you think i funk your tobacco you're wrong mathers said i've smoked three parts of a cigar before to-day a chocolate one perhaps said steggles but in such a humble inquiring voice that mathers couldn't hit him no a tobacco one and if you've got another pipe i'll show you so will i i chimed in mathers lead was always good enough for me steggles immediately lugged out two more pipes he seemed to be stuffed with them get it well alight at the start he explained handing a fusee all right all right i know said mathers soon we were at it like four chimneys and steggles praised us in such a way that we could take no offence 
you've all smoked many a time and oft i can see that he said mathers spat about a good deal and fancied tobacco was probably a fine steadier for the nerves before a football match and nubbs said he thought so too and he also thought that after a little smoking one didn't want to talk but ought just to keep quiet and think of interesting things it widens the mind said steggles we tramped on rather silently for ten minutes till nubbs spoke again to our surprise his hopeful tone had changed and we found he had turned a sort of putty colour with blue lips he said i'll um overtake you fellows I, I think i've got i've got a bit of a sunstroke or something it, it'll pass off no doubt better not smoke any more said steggles oh it isn't that but i won't all the same i'll just dodge through that hole in the hedge and find some wild strawberries or hazelnuts or something seeing it was a frosty day in december nubby's statements looked wild but he went there was a hole in the hedge with tree roots trailing across it and nubs crawled shakily through like a wounded rabbit into a place where a board was stuck up saying that people would be prosecuted according to law if they went there but he didn't seem to care though it wasn't a thing he would have done in cold blood i saw mathers grow uneasy in his mind wasn't the pipe eh oh no no this tobacco why a child could smoke it said steggles you know what nubs is it's only an excuse to turn he hates football and hates walking we kept on again and i began to feel a slight perspiration on my forehead and a weird sort of feeling everywhere i had smoked about half the pipe i shan't go on with this now because of the match i said hastily knocking out the remaining tobacco and handing his loathsome little clay back to steggles why he said blessed if you haven't gone the same colour as nubs did don't say you've got a sunstroke too there was something in the voice of steggles i didn't much like but i hardly felt equal to answering him then you're all right anyway aren't you mathers he asked course i am what the dickens do you mean oh, nothing glad you like my baccy there's plenty of time for another pipe no there isn't said mathers i very much wish there was we walked on a few yards farther do you drink that rich brown cod-liver oil the same as nubby asked steggles of mathers suddenly mathers looked at him and i knew how things were in a moment for a moment my own sufferings were forgotten before the awful spectacle of the ruin of mathers he gave his pipe back quietly took great gasps of air mopped his forehead and rolled his eyes about then he said i'm not quite happy about nubs you push on and i'll overtake you hanged if you're not queer too exclaimed steggles whoever would have thought that three castles shut up said mathers hoarsely it was the boy boiled beef at dinner he spoke the words with an awful effort well, so it was i said feebly we never could stand it either of us a steaming glass of hot grog is what you want said steggles sympathetically go gasped mathers who really looked horrid now go or i'll kick you if it kills me to do it blessed if you haven't turned green mathers said steggles you look as if you've been buried and dug up again i don't say it unkindly but it's jolly curious at the same moment ting ting went a bicycle bell and there was milly looking fine you'll all be late she said 
we prayed she would hurry on and not observe us too narrowly then that beast steggles made her stop look here he said it's frightfully serious because of the match these poor chaps are ill just cast your eye at the colours they've gone they worried me to let em dry to smoke and i'll break your neck for this interrupted mathers then he turned to em if you're a lady if you ever cared an atom about us please ride on round that corner we're ill can't you see it oh yes i can anybody could i'm sorry but you won't hurt steggles if i go said em no i promise say we're on the road and shall be there in ten ten go em took the hint and rode off with steggles frisking beside her like the dog he was thank the lord said mathers then horrid things happened both to him and me we crawled to the match more dead than alive and found a crowd waiting and brown and several of the other masters we were fully twenty minutes late this is very unsportsmanlike the day being so short too brown squeaked then we took off our coats and tottered into the field of play of course buckland grammar school won our side would have done a long way better without us i couldn't take a pass or shoot for the life of me it occupied all my time wrestling with nature let alone the bucklanders and mathers who played back was worse the roughs guyed him and asked him what he'd been drinking if they'd asked him what he'd been smoking there might have been some sense in it he told me afterwards that he often saw three footballs at one time when he tried to kick and sometimes four and the ball he kicked always turned out to be an apparition bradwell kept goal grandly too but it was no good with mathers like that and he utterly ruined ashby major the other back nubs had gone to bed when we got back and the matron knowing nubs had a tricky system sent for dr barnes nubs therefore gave himself away m never looked at any of us again and she and steggles undoubtedly became frightful pals but the next term just before easter i had the pleasure of writing a fine letter to mathers who had left merivale and was reading for six months with a private tutor before going to cambridge this is part of the letter dear mathers i wrote you will be interested to know that brown has come down on steggles at last i fancy brown knew the doctor was fairly sick of steggles and wanted to be rid of him in fact i heard the doctor call steggles a cankerworm myself anyway brown blew up on the smoking and steggles will soon probably vanish like the dew upon the fleece m cried a bit i fancy when she heard of it but nubs says she smiled at him two mornings afterwards coming out of chapel nubs expects to crack his voice any day but he hopes to get a definite understanding with m before it happens it'll be too late after of course she never looks at me she told steggles and he told me that she could not possibly care for a person she had once seen the hue of a liberty art fabric meaning me i scragged steggles after he told me but it is all over now i believe he is to go into his father's business steggles and stoat wine merchants m is more beautiful than ever though i'm afraid she's got a bad disposition to reflect on a fellow's colour at such a time as that was a bit rough end of story one